Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Highly Functional. This is Brianne Showman, and I am joined today by OCR athlete Ken Billings. I wanted to get Ken on here to share his story of where he was when he started OCR, where he is now, and how he made that life transition. Whether you are an athlete, a clinician, or a coach, I think you'll find some amazing, valuable lessons in Ken's story. So let's tune in. Ken, thank you for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? Doing great. It's Friday, so no complaints. Yeah. <laughs> Start to a great weekend. <laughs> exactly. I like it. Well, I'm I'm really excited to talk to you. You have quite a history as far as how you got into OCR racing and um, kind of the motivation behind that. So um, I just really wanted to get you on here to kind of share that story and essentially motivate other people who are kind of in maybe that mindset of they can't do it and, um, and just have you um, kind of share. So I'm um, just kind of get started with it. Um, I guess, you know, you can start or share as much or as little as you want, but um, <laughs> I guess first and foremost, who are you and uh, what's OCR? Well, let's start, start here. Cause I know this plays a bigger role into it. Um, you had some big OCR goals this year prior to the coronavirus. What did those look like? I did. Um, so this was to date going to be my biggest year as far as, uh, Spartan OCR goes. Um, I've been doing, uh, well, I went from one race a year, um, and then jumped right up to five trifectas a year. Um, it's, it is addicting. (laughs) (laughs) It's addicting. Um, but, uh, I had talked to my wife at the end of last year and uh, so I guess I we can back up a little. The first year I did, you know, I did one, one, one year in 15, did another one in 17. And then a friend of mine's like, Hey, uh, you know, I want, I want to do three trifectas. I'm like, all right, I'm on board with that. You know, I'm really loving the community. I, it's, it's great. Let's do it. And then I'm like, man, I can't afford all this. My wife is beyond supportive. We volunteered, you know, I say we, I volunteered a bunch, but she volunteered like every race I did. And that turned into what was going to be three trifectas turned into five trifecta, five regular trifectas and a endurance trifecta. And the endurance trifecta came all in one weekend. Um, so that was a crazy year. And at the end of the year, it was like, all right, you know, this was, this was great. You know, we had, we had, I had a blast. She had, she made some great friends doing the um, volunteer but, you know, let's slow down next year and just, you know, have some quality us time and, you know, still do a couple trifectas, but just slow down. And then she was like, uh, you know, I think it was after Atlanta. She's like, or I guess it was after, it was, it was when the, the season pass came out and she's like, well, why don't you get a season pass? I'm like, well, you know, I, I thought we were slowing down. She goes, well, you like Spartan. I'm like, well, no, I, I love Spartan. I, I love this. She goes, well, I enjoy volunteering and meeting people and, you know, that way I can still do it, but I don't have to. And you still can run as many races as you want. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, but I'm like, oh boy, what do you mean? But she goes, you have to run age group. I'm like, I got to, babe, I said, age group's competitive. She goes, yeah. I'm like, you've never seen me competitive. You don't know what I'm like. She goes, well, you're competitive with your brother. 
I'm like, yeah, same but different. Not, you know, no. Matt and I were competitive, but not like, you know, if, if I'm going to do this, hands down, it's it's eat, sleep, Spartan, everything except when I'm at work. And I trained to run in first place. Try, you know, maybe won't get there, but I'll know that what I have to do to, you know, to improve the next week. So it's something that, you know, I can't do by myself. I, you know, you're going to have to be in it 100% with me. She was okay. I'm like, well, no, I said, not okay. You think about this. Cause I need to think about this and then we'll go from there. And a couple of weeks she brought it up again. And I'm like, well, what do you think? She was, yeah, you need to do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so last year was my first year running age group in, uh, the last, uh, the last race in December at, uh, in Florida, I ended up finishing 20, I want to say it was 22nd or so, which was to date the best, you know, my best, uh, well, to that date, it was my best. I think the best I've done so far, I've been like 15 or 16. Um, but coming from where I was to where I am is pretty darn good. So that, that leads into this year, um, you know, qualified for the world championship trifecta race in Greece, which if things, you know, get back to normal, hopefully they do. Um, I'm going to Greece. And as I was signing up for it, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it and it's, you know, you know, you get these extra awards, you know, one through like five trifectas, you get a patch. I'm like, okay, patch. Oh, well, you know, that's sort of cool. And then, you know, six through 12, you get another medal. I'm like, Hey, hey I'm about to bling, bring me another medal. And then I see another one under that. It was like 13 plus, you get a shield. I'm like, Ooh, what's the shield they're talking about? So I start looking, I'm like, babe, I need to find more races. <laughs> so <laughs> then I was like, all right, you know, cause my goal at the beginning of the year was 10. I, I wanted, I wanted to do 10 trifectas. And then when I saw that, I'm like, okay, now I'm doing 13 trifectas. Got to do 13. I want that, you know, I want that shield. And as I got looking at it and planning my year out, I'm like, oh, I can put this in here and this here. I can move this around. Ooh, double beast to Tahoe. Ooh, double beast at Tejon Ranch, which just about killed me the previous year. They can come back and do that. And by the time I was done, I had like, I think 15, almost 16 trifectas. And so I took my list to, to my wife and I looked at it. She was like, that's a lot. I'm like, yes, it is. But I'll be getting my money's worth out of my, tri out of my season pass. She goes, yes, you will. So that's when we started planning everything. Um, I started out in Arizona. I went down to Jacksonville and actually was on my way to San Antonio uh, when they started canceling everything. I had actually made it as far as Memphis when a buddy of mine called, he's like, man, it's too bad. You're not gonna be able to run this weekend. I'm like, well, you need not be able to run this weekend. I'm on my way there now. He goes, they just canceled it. I'm like, no, I haven't heard. No, sure. Surely not. And uh, so I got on, the, I got on Facebook. I had my buddy was driving for, cause I work, you know, I still work. Um, and I was working overnight nights at the time so my buddy was driving I was just literally just getting ready to zonk out in the passenger seat and I'm like well let me check Facebook one more time and uh you know throw a couple things up on Instagram or whatever and next thing I know we're turning around and headed home and so then I'm like well Vegas isn't canceled yet maybe I'll go to Vegas and you know started starting to get the tickets all lined up and then they canceled and then it's you know everything from that point on has been you know either rescheduled or canceled. So my, uh, my hopes of 15 is dwindled to, I'd be lucky if I get 10 now, which 
is, you know, still good, but um, the way things are, um, you know, I may may just hold off and recover. I, you know, my shoulder's a little tore up right now, but I think probably recover. Um, we'll see. We'll see what the season, you know, what the season brings. Uh, next year, with the the plan was to sort of slow down, probably run uh, like the honor series and maybe the national series, um, and you know, hold off and save, and then make twenty twenty two a really big year of fifteen or better. Okay, very cool. I've heard really good things about the honor series. I haven't ran any of them, but I've had I've known friends that have, and really good things. There was the uh, you know Fort Campbell one was the first one I'd ever did. I'm in fifteen, and uh, then. Um, 17 did Fort Campbell again, and then 18 did Fort Campbell, Fort Benning. And, you know, I live, I live here in, in Clarksville, home of Fort Campbell and 101st Airborne. And, uh, you know, I wasn't able to serve. Um, I messed my elbow up in high school. And, you know, as the recruiter told me when I went to serve, he goes, ah, there's not a war going on right now. We can't use you. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, but I can do push-ups and I can shoot a gun. I can, no, you're, you don't have full function of your arm. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. So. But uh, I'm I'm a super you know super supportive of our military and, and at the you know at the military bases when you see the soldiers come in it's it's you know especially with uh, oh I can't think of the group now the guys uh, Robert Killian's part of it um, they 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 do they bring out the veterans that have you know post traumatic stress syndrome oh, who yeah. maybe have amputees um, just you know super motivating to see those guys run in, in you know full gear and gas masks and you know, it, it, I always, I always go out of my way to thank, thank them for their service and, you know, try to make sure that they know, Hey, I really appreciate what you've done and, and the sacrifices you've given. So it's, uh, it, it's, 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 adds something special. Yeah. That's really cool. So let's back up. You did one race in 2015, one race in 2017. How did you get into Spartan initially anyway? And why just such the minimal races in the beginning? And now why are like, why are you so addicted? <laughs> addict is a good word. Um, <laughs> in this, in this case. Thing. Yeah. Um, so 2015, um, I was over at a friend's house and uh, she had uh, just PCS down here from Alaska. And we were, we were over for um, a new year's Eve party. And as adults do, we were having some adult beverages and maybe one or two too many. And I was, actually going back to school and I thought, you know what, maybe I want to try to get back into shape. Um, at that point I was plus, I won't say minus, but I, I was probably 325 pounds plus. And, uh, so I was trying to, trying to eat healthy and trying to do the right things, but just wasn't going anywhere with it. And, uh, I had the idea of maybe trying an op, an OCR. I had, I'd ran cross country in high school and just, you know, got out of it and, you know, life happened, I guess you could say not a good life, but life happened. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, Hey, I want to, I want to run around these Spartan races. I'm like, Oh, what's that? Well, it's this obstacle. I said, well, Hey, I want to do one of these obstacle course races too. And we're all, yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, a couple other guys there and Oh yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. She's, and that's where we left it. And we're, you know, keep talking and she's over on the computer clicking away. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And next I know she's like, Hey, give me your credit card. I'm like, for what? She goes, well, we're signing up for this race. I'm like, what race? She goes, the Spartan race. Like, oh crap. Because when, you know, the whole thing, when we're saying, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, I distinctly remember plain as day thinking, I've got like eight months to back out of this. There's no way I'm doing this. Well, 
I give her that credit card. That's 120 bucks. I'm not throwing away because I'm cheap. And it's like, well, it's it's for real now. And uh, so I I kept running, or you know, trying to run, kept trying to get back into shape. Um, I actually ran a 5K in the spring and pulled uh, pulled my quad real bad. Um, so where I was actually getting some momentum and starting to do stuff right, it took a downturn, and you know, I just got out of it. So fast forward to the sprint, and I'm like, all right, I'm mentally, I'm I'm 100%. I mean, I am 100%. Let's do this. Physically, it's going to be a jog walk at best. But we started, and this is this is what's cool about Spartan. I mean, I just one of the best things I love about Spartan races is the community. We were in the open, so I mean, everybody helps everybody. And uh, I didn't realize it when we got to some of the obstacles, I'm like, you guys just go on, I'll, I'll finish. And she goes, no, no, no. We started together. We're going to finish together. All right, cool. Well, I've heard that over so many times and in the hurricane heats, that's one of the things, you know, you, you start as a group, you finish as a group. And it just, you know, meant so much. One of the obstacles, which used to freak me out. I mean, I'm, scared of heights as a kid i'd i'd run a I'd, we'd play tag in the rafters in a barn my buddy's my buddy's farm dad's farm now you couldn't get me up in the rafters to save my life you know i'm just i don't like heights so the a-frame you know i'm going up this thing and i'm moving pretty good not really paying attention just saying all right i gotta go over this obstacle but she's next to me she goes aren't you scared of heights i'm like yeah she goes don't look down <laughs> what do you do first thing you look down i'm like oh crap so I went from really booking right up it to now I'm like a snail and I get to the top. She goes over and she's waiting for me. I'm like, just go down. I'll, I'll be down in a minute. She goes, you sure? I'm like, yep. And I'm sitting there and it seemed like I was there for five minutes. I'm sure it wasn't. And I'm just sitting there like, man, how do I get my leg over this? I'm just, you know, I'm white knuckling the, that cross member. I'm just freaking out. Well, these guys come up next to me. I'm like, dude, just go around me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying not to slow you up. He goes, no, 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 you're good. You're good. You're scared of heights. I'm like, yeah. He goes, listen, dude, we're not going to make, we're not going to let you fall. And I sort of look over at him I'm like, what? He goes, we're not going to let you fall. I'm like, what do you got a mouse in your pocket or what? You know, who's this we? He goes, look around you. And I started, sorry, look you know, over my shoulder and off my other side. And there's literally a group of people surrounding me. He's like, we're not going to let you fall. When you're ready, I'm going to get to the other side and I'll put your leg in you know, where it needs to be. So you don't, you don't fall. Like, okay. So it still took probably another 30 seconds for me to get my guts up to get my leg over it. But I did. And next time, you know, everybody's hooting and hollering. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Good job. And I'm, I mean, I'm still freaking out, but I'm like, dude, I would shake all your hands, but I'm not letting go of this rope. <laughs> and you know, down I went and they all come down. A couple of guys flipped over and I'm just free. I'm seeing that. I'm like, Oh my God, you guys are nuts. Well, they get down to the, down to the bottom and they're giving me hugs and high fives and everything and that was one of the best feelings that I'll always remember um no matter how many races I do no matter what race I mean I, I, I literally have bumps on my skin right now I'm still getting chills from it and it's and it's come full circle um at uh Fort Campbell in 2018 um it was actually held down at Milky Way Farms south of Nashville um, we were fin- me and my buddy were finishing it and this girl's about halfway up and she's flat out freaking. She's falling. She's just locked up. 
And there's three or four of us that went up to her. I'm like, man, are you all right? Are you hurt? She goes, no, I'm scared of heights. I'm like, all right. And she starts back down. I said, listen, just follow us. We're not, you know, we're not going to let you fall. We'll get you to the top. We'll get you over this thing and do it. And we got to the top and I went, I, that was the first time I had ever done a flip over the top. And I saw one of my buddies doing that. Um, I don't know if you know him or know of him, Blind Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he did it. And I'm like, man, if this blind dude can do it, surely I can. So that's, I started doing it. And so I did that. And I'm, as I'm going over, she's flipped. She goes, what are you doing? I'm like I'm getting over to the other side. <laughs> and she goes, don't do that. I'm like, Oh, I'm too late, you know, but I'm here. And so we got her over and got her down and, you know, the three guys, you know, we all got big kisses on their cheeks and, you know, thanked. And, you know, I told her, I said, it's, I said, it, it's, it's come full circle. I used to be in your position. I said, keep at it, keep overcoming obstacles, and you're going to, you'll be able to help somebody someday. And so that's, that was, like I said, that it's come full circle. And that's the one thing that I, I truly love about Spartan. Um, but back to the, the original question. So that was the first one. It wasn't, I didn't, I was sort of coerced into it. Um, and then, uh, so that was the first one in 2015. Um, I didn't do anything in, in 2016. Uh, my buddy Matt, he called me in 2017. He's like, "Hey, um, I want to do one of these crazy Spartan races that you did." I'm like, "All right, cool. What do you need to know?" He goes, "Well, you want to do one with me?" I'm like, "Sure. Why not?" You know, he 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 likes to do a lot of things, but sometimes doesn't follow through on them. So I'm I'm thinking my in my head, I'm safe. You know, I've done one. It it I made it through it. I mean, I 100. I finished it, but it was rough. And then that next week was. Oh my God, I was sore like I've never been sore before. But Matt, eh, more than likely he's he's not gonna. So I'm like, listen, uh, you know, sign up, give me the information, um, and then I'll sign up as well. He goes, okay, cool. And we and we would talk for a while and hung up. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I'm safe. Well, two days later, he goes, all right, here's the information. I'm like, for what? He goes, Spartan race. I'm like, crap. How did I get cocked into this again? <laughs> So I'm like, all right, well, I said I'd do it. So we did it and, you know, signed up for it and uh, got some buddies from work that were going to do it. Well, Matt ended up tearing his meniscus. And so he legitimately couldn't do it. Um, and, you know, that was a bummer. Uh, I still, now that I'm doing it as much same, I'm still talking him into, into doing one. He's still got some knee issues, but he's, he's working on it. Um, so that was my second one. And we had, uh, that was the one that probably changed. Well, that is the one that changed my life. Um, the first first obstacle, maybe a quarter quarter mile into it. Um, now, mind you, I'm still three. You know, I'm still three and a quarter. I'm still still big old boy. And uh, about a quarter mile into it, they had the the big round bales. You know, as the obstacle. And so I'm running up to it, and I got my footing and got on the side of a trench or something, and I rolled my ankle. Um, and it, you know, and I heard snap, crackle, pop, and I'm like, uh-oh, not good. And I. I, you know, basically took a knee and I'm like, man, this is not good. I got up, I'm limping around, hopping around. And my buddy's like, all right, turn around, let's go back. I'm like, huh? He goes, you gotta go, uh, we gotta go back to medical. I'm like, yeah, I said, give me a minute, you know. He's like, well, come on. I said, well, give me a minute, dude. You know, I just rolled my ankle. Just give me. He goes, I know, we gotta go back to medical. I'm like, well, starting to get a little numb. Just, you know, give me, give me a minute or two. And so I walked around a little and it finally got pretty numb. I'm like, all right, let's go. And I looked over my shoulder and he's starting to turn around. I'm like, dude, where are you going? He goes, medical. I'm like, yeah, there's two ways to get there. He goes, yeah. I said, I'm not going backwards, man. We're going, we're going to finish this. He goes, this is the first obstacle. I'm like, yep. He goes, you're going to finish it on that ankle. 
I'm like, yep. He goes, I saw what that ankle looked like, dude. He goes, you were standing on a stump. It was literally flopped all the way to the side. I'm like, yeah, that's about what it felt like. He goes, so you're going to finish this? I'm like, for the third time, yep, we're going to finish it. He goes, all right. So up and over we went, and the next mile or two hurt but wasn't horrible. And the last couple miles were beyond horrible, <laughs> but I finished it. And actually stuck the spear on that on that uh, that race too. So that was a was a good one. Um, fast forward, grab my beer because that was important, and uh, go to the med tent. And they elevate it, and they're playing around down there. Like, well, it doesn't seem to be broken. Um, there's not a whole lot we can do here. We can call an ambulance if you want. I'm like, nah, I just do it. I just finished the race. I'm not I'm not going out in an ambulance. He goes, all right. Um, you know, keep it elevated, keep it iced, and you know, see a doctor if if it doesn't feel any better. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go home and I got it elevated and iced and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And so my wife got home. I'm like, Hey, um, I think probably need to go to the hospital just, uh, just to rule anything out. You know, if, if nothing else make me feel a little better, a little more at ease. So we go to the hospital, they x-ray it and they're like, well, it doesn't seem to be broken. Um, keep it elevated, keep it iced, go to your family doctor if it doesn't get any better. I'm like, no, I've already got an appointment Monday anyway, so I'll go see him. And I'll, you know, I'll, you know, regular checkup and I'll see this anyway. So we get there and I show him, he's like, oh, it's definitely bruised. He goes, doesn't look broken. Um, if it doesn't get any better, um, well, I'll send you up with the orthopedic. I'm like, all right, cool. And so that was that. And then, you know, did his normal check everything. And he's like, all right. He goes, uh, we need to talk about your health when you get serious for a minute. Like, All right, Dr. Lou, what's going on? He's like, uh, your health sucks. I'm like, yeah, I know. And I mean, to his credit, I've always, always, always told him never sugarcoat anything. You know, if, if I'm going to die, you tell me I'm going to die. You know, I don't, you know, don't sugarcoat it. I don't want to talk to Willy Wonka. I want to talk to a doctor who's going to shoot straight with me. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know it's bad. He goes, well, he goes with your health history. Um, your family's health history. He goes, and it's hard for me to say, he goes, but he told me to be honest and straightforward. He goes, you're going to be dead in four and a half. He goes, you'll be lucky to make, make five years, period. He goes, Ken, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not trying to scare you. He goes, that's just what it is. You're a dead man walking. He goes, you need to get your health under control. You need to lose weight. You need, you know, you got diabetes, you got uh, cholesterol, you got high blood pressure. He goes, you're not in good shape. He goes, how you've done these races is beyond me. He goes, I, I hats off to you for doing that. He goes, but you gotta, you gotta get things under control. I'm like, okay. And uh, so we talked for a while and tried some other stuff. And finally, um, you know, Spartan race, diet, exercise. Um, here I am. Um, I was, uh, I was taking uh, ten pills a day. Uh, two for my blood pressure, two for my cholesterol, six for my diabetes, and plus taking five shots of an insulin every day. And today I take a daily vitamin. Um, I'm down, give or take, depending on the day, between 130, 140 pounds. Um, I, I usually stay right around 185 to 195. That's, that's uh, awesome. That's that's my Spartan story. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Just the just the transformation you've made, not only, you know, physically, but also just the mental side of things. Um, I wasn't, I, we, uh, or the A-frame story didn't come up when we talked the other day. That's really cool that you overcome all that too. Yeah. 
you know, that was, uh, like I said, that I, I, I love the, the age group aspect of it, the competition. Um, and usually, um, at least on the sprints, I'll, I'll go out and I'll do the, you know, I'll do the age group heat with the sprint and I'll usually come back and run an open group. Um, I just, I like just getting out there and with, you know, with age group, you can't stop. You know, you're, you know, if you're, if you're truly competing, you don't stop. You, you, you know, you can't help anybody. So you're just, you're, you're just going. Mm-hmm. Um, in the open group, I, I, you know, I'll sit five, 10 minutes of some of the walls helping people over. Um, I did, I did one, well, I did Fort Campbell last year. Um, I did it, uh, did the age group and then came back and ran an open group with two friends um, that are significantly been the one guy he's, he's right at 400 pounds. Um, Eric, I think he's, he's down below 320 now, but they're both starting, you know, I sort of, I sort of wrangled Eric in like I was um, I'm like, Hey man, you need to come, you need to come do this with me. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh dude. I'll, I'll, I can't run it. I'm like, oh, I'll walk it with you. I'll do it with you. Okay. And didn't really hear anything for a while. And I, um, I put him out on Facebook. I'm like, dude, I thought you said you were going to do this with me. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. And so he signed up, did Fort Campbell. And about a week after that, um, he calls me. He's like, Hey, Ken, you think I should get a season pass? <laughs> I was like, dude, seriously? He goes, dude, I love Spartan. And I want to get healthy. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to do this. I want to do that. And like, I said, listen, man, um, I'm not going to discourage you. I'll never discourage you from doing any of this. I said, but for a season pass to be worth it, you need to look at how many races you can do with your schedule and plan on, you know, at least three trifectas to make it, to make it worth, you know, worthwhile. I said, if you can't do that many, then, you know, you always can volunteer, um, you know, volunteer, your wife can volunteer, whatever, and just run for, you know, the insurance. And, and, uh, I think, I think they just pay the insurance now. So, you know, figure it out, you know, plan it out, see what you can do. And then, then go from there. Two days after that, he sent me a picture of his season pass. That's like, man, you're awesome. So we ended up, he ended up going to Florida with me. Um, he did the beast and when he got done, he couldn't move. I mean, we I finished my beast. Um, God, I want to say one of my best times. And then we were sitting with his wife and my wife and some friends and we're waiting for him. And I'm like, well, I see, you know, and he asked me how long I thought it would take. I'm like, dude, I see you're not going to run it. I said, which is fine. You know, you're, you've got the, the, the determination and the grit that you're not going to give up. So, you know, take your, you know, take a camelback, put some food in it, put some pickle, you know, take some pickle juice for cramps. Um, but plan on being out there most of the day. It's okay. So I think, I think around five hours, four or five hours in, um, his wife started getting worried and she's like, will you go see if you can find him? I'm like, yeah, I'll go back. So I ended up going back for, I think I back, went back two miles and sat there for about half an hour. I'm like, well, it's starting to get a little, you know, get to the point where they're saying you're going to need flashlights. I got my phone. Let me, I'm just going to keep going back till I find him. And I found him about two miles back and he was in rough shape. And I'm like, dude, you, uh, do we need to call medical? He's nope. I want the medal. Like you can have my medal, man. Nope. 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 I want to finish. Like, all right. And so we kept going and he was, you could see every step he was grimacing. And I'm like, dude, just lean on me if you need to, man. We'll, I'm here. We'll, we'll get through it. Well, we finished it. And, uh, we're, you know, a frame, I sort of peeled off to the side. He went over and then 
he told me afterwards, he goes, yeah, when I, he goes, I couldn't even jump the fire. I literally walked through the fire and all of a sudden my eyes started watering. <laughs> he, he was crying. He was so happy to be done. And, uh, you know, it, it, that was inspiring in its own, own little piece, just to see him do that. And, you know, we had joked, you know, you know, that he would do the sprint with me the next day. And we're, we're, we got something to eat and we're sitting back at the Airbnb and I'm like, so you're going to be ready in the morning. He goes, dude, I can't even move my legs right now. I don't think I'm going to be gone tomorrow with you. (laughs) So, but he, he came back. um, He went to Jacksonville with me. He did do uh, the sprint and the super down there. Um, And he was planning on, um, he was planning on three trifectas this year, but now with the, you know, with the Rona, I don't know what is, how his plans have changed yet or not, but it's, you know, him and I both, both enjoy the open for the same reason. We love helping people. And, you know, it, it's neat to see, um, it's neat to be able to help people that, you know, of all different shapes and sizes, you know, it's not just the, the guys that have the six packs and are super, super fit that are doing these. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's, I've, I've talked to a lot of people and they're like, well, I couldn't do one of those. I'm like, why not? Well, I can't run that far. I'm like, dude, I didn't start out running these well, you run them now. I'm like, well, yeah. I said, but I started out it, my goal was to finish it. And that was it. And I walked, you know, 90% of it. And so, you know, like these two guys, they're like, well, you really think we can do it? I'm like, dude, you guys have the, I've seen you do other things. You've got the determination. You can do whatever you want to do. And uh, so we did Fort Campbell and, you know, both of them, um, they finished it. And, uh, you know, they've gotten, they've, they've come quite a ways on there, you know, trying to eat healthy and, and work out and, you know, get into a healthy lifestyle again. So it's, uh, it's neat to, it's neat to see that. And I think that's an important reminder to share that so many people see, whether it's elite athletes or age group athletes, you know, running strong, racing strong, but they forget that we all started somewhere and that we weren't this great athlete necessarily when we started, that it took time to get there. And I love sharing these stories for that reason, just to get people to remember, like everyone starts at the beginning. We don't start at this, you know, amazing level. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm curious, you are training hard. You're racing a lot. I know you're dealing with a shoulder issue now, but besides that point, um, (laughs) I'm curious, especially with you doing like beast races back to back or trifecta weekends, endurance weekends, all those things. What do you do to help yourself stay in that highly functional state to be able to race strong both days, but also to recover in between races as well as like after races to start training again? So, um, for my week, you know, back to back weekends, which, you know, pretty much every weekend I do back to back races, whether it's sprint, super sprint beast, or hopefully this, you know, this fall be, you know, beast and beasts. Um, I, I don't eat a lot of carbs to begin with. Um, that's, you know, I'm not all keto, but I would probably say 85% keto if that's a thing. Um, just carbs just don't <laughs> make much of my diet. So, but leading up to the race, I, I do, I do do some carb loading, um, eat a lot of protein. Um, and then during the races, you know, well, leading up to a course, you know, I hydrate like crazy. Um, my, my, my coworkers laugh cause I'll go they say, you almost spend as much time going to get water and spending time in the bathroom as you do working. I'm like, well, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm, I've got a, 
you know, I've got a 30 ounce or six, it's a 30 ounce um, tumbler. And I'll, I, I usually drink at least one of those every 45 minutes. And, uh, you know, I get up, go, go fill it up again, come back and keep working. And um, they're just amazed how much water I drink. And then, you know, especially leading up to the, the races, I, up the week leading to the races, I'm probably drinking 150 plus ounces a day. And then I'll throw in a Gatorade throughout the day, try to get my electrolytes levels up as well. Um, and then, you know, the carbs usually, I think I usually start eating carbs on Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, depending on what it is. Um, before the races, I stretch. I mean, it's, I don't stretch nearly enough um, when I'm training for, I don't know why. I don't really have a good <laughs> excuse. I just don't. Um, I've been trying to, trying to dip my toes into yoga. Um, but I don't know, my body's fighting it. <laughs> um, but I, I, I do stretch, um, before the races I'll, I, you know, depending on when I get there, um, I go see my Spartan family. You know, I, I've got people that, you know, that I know on staff and, and people that I know are going to be at the races and I'll, I usually spend an hour or so talking to people. And then about an hour before the race starts, I'll go find a little quiet spot and I'll just start stretching. Um, and I'll spend, I try to spend at least 45 minutes actually stretching. I'll, you know, do some running, um, but a lot of stretching. And then I'll go, you know, go get in the, you know, get in my zone, go get in the corral, um, do the race. And then when I get back, I'll probably spend another half an hour or so stretching at the event. Um, and then go back to hotel, uh, get something to eat. Um, and then spend another half hour or so stretching. And, you know, it's funny, my wife, you're always stretching under here. Why can't we go do something? I'm like, because I got a race tomorrow and I mean, we'll go do something, but let me stretch first. Cause if I don't, I'm not going to be, yeah, I'm going to be sore tomorrow and then it's not going to be a good day. So a lot of stretching, um, some carb replenishment, proteins. Um, I usually do, uh, when, when I leave the race, I'll, I'll take, um, you know, my protein powder on the way, you know, in me, you know, with me to the race. And after I'm done, I'll, you know, I'll do the, the fit aid or whatever they have. And then I'll mix up my protein powder with some cold water and, uh, you know, drink that on the way back to the hotel, just, to, you know, try to get that in my system as well. Um, I don't have a scientific proven method that I go by. I just go by with what I, what I think is going to work or what's worked in the past. Um, when I did, uh, so last year I blew my knee out in Ohio. Um, I think that was beginning of June might've been the end of May. I don't remember now, whenever the Ohio beast was late uh, May, typically May. Yeah. Um, I tore my LCL, um, finished the race, which is, you know, probably not the smartest thing to do. I tore it in like mile five and then my, my mile splits. I mean, I was running, that was, that was on track to be my best beast ever. I was sub eight minute miles. I mean, I was just killing it. Um, and that went from I think eight and a half or seven and a half to eight and then bumped up to 10 and then 12, and then it was in the twenties. And the last half mile was like 45 minutes. Oh my gosh. And I was stuck in the, in the um, mud pit. I, I mean, I, nobody, was, you know, I was sort of by myself. A couple of people went through, Hey, you need some help? No, man, I'm good. I'm good. And I literally couldn't get out of the mud pit. It took me forever. It was just slick. And my one leg was just like a hanging piece of meat. It just, I couldn't use it at all. And finally got out and uh, stumbled across the finish line. And, you know, it was, it, it was funny cause it was the first one my mom came to and uh, she, you know, love my mom to death. She doesn't cuss. She doesn't, you know, she goes to church and everything else, which is good. 
Um, I think I, I think I've heard her swear two or three times in my life. And so she's waiting at the barbed wire crawl and I come around and I'm limping and she's like, you're all right. I'm like, no, I, you know, I tossed her my uh, camel back. I'm like, I, I think I hurt my knee. And she's like, Oh, and I, I looked at her like, mom, <laughs> did that come out of your mouth? <laughs> and she goes, well, just, we need to stop. I'm like, no, I'm not stopping. I've come this far. I'm going to finish. I don't have that much farther to go. <laughs> but, uh, I said, wow. <laughs> so anyway, that was, uh, that was, that was my knee in, uh, it was a, that was a rough race. So I didn't, I did, I took, uh, about a month off, maybe a month and a half off. I came back. I did, um, I did the Indiana sprint at uh, great Northern peaks, um, which showed me how much cardio I had lost. Um, just, just, I man, I was probably the worst. Well, it wasn't the worst. If the if I look, worst being the worst time, um, it was still better than the one in 2015, but not by much. Um, I was just my cardio was shot, and I took off. They they changed starting time, so I ended up taking off late. And there was about four other guys that were in really good shape that took off with me in the first maybe 200 yards is straight up the ski hill. So I take off trying to keep up with them. And I made it about halfway up. I'm like, oh man, this is not good. <laughs> and that was that was about all she wrote. It just I I I shot it all there, and so finally got to the top, caught my breath, and and finished it. But it was it really showed me all right. I need I've got a lot of room. I've got a lot of work to do. Um, and then I ended up going to uh, West Virginia Trifecta Weekend, which is my one of my favorites. I mean, I I love that course. I love the the venue. It's great. Um, wasn't nearly as prepared as what I was in 18. Uh, my body just wasn't there. Uh, but I finished it, but I was, you know, finished the beast on Saturday, did a lot of stretching, felt pretty good coming back Sunday. Um, did the super, uh, my knee was acting up, wasn't horrible, but it was starting to get sore. And then went out and did the sprint and my knee just, it took a beating and it was just, is in rough shape. Um, we got done, um, just beyond exhausted and, uh, met up with my buddy and I'm like, well, let's, he's like, let's go get something to eat. I'm like, yeah. I said, listen, dude, these showers are, I'm not even, not even thinking about these. I'm, you know, if we're going to go out to eat, I'll go back to your hotel. I'm going to grab a quick shower and we'll go eat. And then we're going to drive home. He said, all right, no problem. So we headed back and I looked at Sue. I'm like, Hey, I don't have to work tomorrow. Um, you don't have to work tomorrow why aren't we staying here again? So she said, I don't know. I'm like, all right, we're going to get a hotel. So we got a room, same place. And I'm like, dude, let me get, let me get showered up and then we'll go get something to eat, come back. And I hadn't, hadn't done any stretching yet. So I'm like, I'll eat, come back, I'll stretch. And uh, I'll spend some extra time because I haven't done anything yet and I'll be good. So went out to eat, came back. I sat down on the bed and I sort of laid back. I'm like, I'll just sit here for five or 10 minutes. I'll get up and stretch. Next thing I know, I'm waking up, it's four in the morning and I have to use the bathroom. So I get to the edge of the bed and I started, started to stand up and I, my legs are so tight, I can't even stand up. I'm like, oh, and I'm sitting there, it's sort of hunched over, like, all right, what do I do? And I look at my watch, I'm like, it's four, I'm getting up at 7.30, you know what? I can hold it till morning. And I <laughs> rolled back into bed <laughs> and I went back to sleep. 
got up in the morning, worse, worse yet. We go down to get breakfast. Uh, Marty and I went to get breakfast with our wives. And there's this old guy, he had been in his 80s. And Marty and I come shuffling in there like we're in our 90s. And he looks at us, he goes, you guys look awful healthy to be moving like you're moving. How, you're, not, you're not that old, are you? <laughs> and like, no, 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 we're not. But this is what we did. He goes, yeah, it, it could, uh, that could have that effect. I'm like, okay. And I mean, that old guy, he, he was going, we sat and talked to him for probably 20 minutes, half an hour. He just kept making fun of us. And it was humbling to see how bad, how bad off we were being made fun of by this 80-year-old guy. But it was, it was all in fun. And, you know, we had a good joke with him good laugh with them but uh we left there and stopped in charlotte on the way back and i tried something that i'd been reading about um is that the cryotherapy um and it was you know i, I looked it up sue was driving like hey um they've got a you know first time special it's like you know 30 bucks it's you know basically basically puts you in this what i i sort of makes me think of uh old time sauna box where your head's just sticking out of the top of it and they pump it full of this I want to say it's nitrogen I, I can't remember for sure they pump it full of this gas and they get it you know 100 and some odd degrees below zero for three minutes and it's supposed to equate into a 30 minute ice bath in three minutes she goes does it work I'm like everything I read says yes um, it's only 30 bucks and if it helps me a little bit feeling the way I'm feeling now then I'm all about it. So she's all right. So we stopped and did the, did the cryotherapy and then they had the compression therapy to go with it. So she put me in these sleeves and the, these uh, leggings, I guess you could call them and did the compression on it for, I think another 20 minutes. And when I got done, um, it was, and I didn't expect to come out of there a hundred percent better, but I did, I did walk out of there feeling um, I, I noticed a difference. Um, a, a significant difference. Um, I could actually walk without looking like an 80-year-old man. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was good. Um, so that, you know, and what, when I went in there, I'm, I was thinking I'm going to be sore for the rest of the week without, you know, without even a doubt, I'm going to be sore for the rest of the week. Um, that was Monday. And I would say I was probably 90% recovered by Wednesday morning. Nice. And feeling, you know, I went out, um, I didn't, I didn't run uh, Monday or Tuesday, but I did go out Wednesday and run. Um, and that's usually at the end, you know, after the weekend, I'll go out Monday, usually for a 5k, you know, five, you know, 5k, maybe five miles, whatever, whatever I really feel like, but not, not trying to set any kind of records, just, just a nice, easy run, you know, around the neighborhood. If I see somebody, I may stop and talk to him for a few minutes and, you know, then take off again, just, you know, really just, uh, you know, let my muscles know, Hey, I haven't forgotten about you. And you know, don't, don't get complacent. You're not, uh, you're not done. You still got to, still got more work to do. Um, and then Tuesday, I usually start hitting it hard again. Nice. For someone who is maybe racing once or twice a year and considering starting to increase their races, um, what's like, what are some lessons you learned when you went from that one race a year to, getting your tri multiple trifectas or like what advice would you have kind of for someone who's looking to increase, but not quite sure about what to do? Nutrition. Um, so the first one I did in 15, I, I mean, I was 325 pounds. I knew how to eat and that was about it. I had, <laughs> I had no clue, no clue about nutrition. 
Um, I didn't know about hydrating other than, hey, you know, hey, here's a spot I can stop for a few minutes to catch my breath and get a drink of water. You know, I had no clue about it. So I wasn't drinking enough, wasn't eating my proteins. Um, I knew I used to scuba, well, I, used to, I still scuba dive. I haven't lately, but I knew that you could eat bananas to, to you know, help with cramps, help prevent cramps. Um, so I had a banana before the race. Doesn't help with, you know, getting all your electrolytes up, this, that, and the other. And so when I did that first one, um, I remember when we got in, there was a creek crossing and it was only ankle deep at first. And then it went to like calf deep. And once I, I got into where it's calf deep, it's cold water after, I don't remember how many miles in it was, I could feel my calf starting to cramp up. I'm like, oh no, that's not good. And sort of worked them out and kept going. Then we got to the rolling mud and I was starting to cramp up going up the second hill. And this guy came up next to me. He goes, man, you got you okay? I said, ah, I got some cramps. He goes, here's a mustard. I'm like, mustard well, i got a hot dog to go with it <laughs> you know what's the mustard for you know it'll help help with your cramps i'm like man i don't like mustard but hey if it helps all right i'll try it so i choked it down and uh it helped and then we got to the spear throw and first i mean i didn't practice didn't have anything to practice then now I, you know i've got one out back i usually throw about 60 spears a day now just to make sure i don't miss it anymore and uh I hit the spear. I spun around. I'm like, yes. And Mariah looks, you get it? Yep. And I said, yeah, I got it. She goes, okay, cool. Let's go. I took one step and my calf cramped so bad. I mean, I, I literally dropped to the ground and was in fetal position. I, I couldn't move my leg. I was as close to crying as I've ever been. It hurts. I mean, I've never to this day, haven't felt that bad. And she comes over and she's, she's, you know, medic. And she, you know, pulls my uh, compression socks down and you can see my muscle just twinging, just twitching back and forth. She goes, huh, never seen that before. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> you know, this is not good. And so what seemed like forever, I'm sure wasn't. She massaged it, finally got it to release. I stood up. Well, actually, prior to that, I'm like, you guys just go stick a fork in me. I'm done. And that was the only time during that whole race that I just had got to that point where I'm like, I'm done. I I'm I'll finish, but you guys just go on. I'm done. And that's the second time she told me, she goes, we started this together. We're going to finish it together. It's only a quarter mile at, at best. It's like, okay. So she massaged it. I finally get, got up and we started the term jogging probably doesn't apply because it was more of a skip, hop, drag, you know, <laughs> it was, it was bad, but we got to the fire jump and jumped the fire um and finished the whole point of that story is i had i didn't know anything about nutrition now hydrate 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 uh one of my buddies who's a uh, physical therapist runs them and he, he he's you know when i tell him you know what i do he's like because he if you can do it and you don't have sugar problems which i don't anymore he goes drink a gator you drink a big gatorade one a day for the week leading into it and it'll keep your you know, get your electric lights built up, get everything going. All right, cool. So I do that as well. Um, and then, you know, just make sure you're, you're eating protein, you know, get some protein in you afterwards to help your muscles. You know, there's one thing that I learned, um, you know, when I, when I was in high school and I was lifting every day, we didn't drink protein or eat extra protein. And I don't ever really remember being sore from lift, lifting or running or anything like that. When I first got back into this and started lifting and running, Man, I woke up the next day. I'm like, oh my God, what just ran over me? I am in serious pain. And 
I talked a couple of years, would you eat any protein? I'm like, well, I had a steak. He goes, no, no, no. You, you need to supplement and get some more protein and you, your muscles are being torn down. You, they need stuff to rebuild with. I'm like, oh, okay. So I started, you know, eating some, you know, drinking a protein shake afterwards. And lo and behold, you know, I'm still a little sore, which I think is good, but not, not to the point where it hurts to move, you know? And so nutrition is when, you know, I think when you're going, when you're getting into it anyway, um, if I can give anybody any, any advice is look at your nutrition, look at your nutrition. Um, you know, if you can talk to a nutritionist, talk to a nutritionist, um, you know, lay out what you do and what you hope to accomplish and get a good roadmap for that. It'll keep your body healthy. That that's, is, that's probably the biggest one. That's such solid advice. Cause I feel that's such a big overlooked aspect of any athlete is that nutrition side of things. So that's a great, 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 great advice there. Well, Ken, if someone wants to follow you, just kind of see what you are all about, where can they find you? Um, so you can find me at uh, Kenneth Billings um, on Facebook or also OCR underscore Ken Facebook, uh, OCR underscore Ken on Instagram. I think I've got a Twitter account out there, but I, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I'm not a tweeter. I don't tweet very often, but uh, I'm sure I'm out there somewhere. Right. You sound like me. I'm like, I have it, but I don't really use it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Ken, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate you getting on and sharing your story with us. You're very welcome. I've enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And that concludes this week's episode of Highly Functional. If you enjoyed it and found the information helpful, I invite you to head over to Facebook and join my group, Obstacle Course Racing Athlete Health and Performance, where you can both join your OCR tribe as well as find very helpful, useful information on how to become a more dominant racer, a more resilient racer, and truly race at your peak performance. And until next time, let's go out and be highly functional.